All right, welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Pump. I am your host, Johnny Blaze, and I am joined today with a good friend of mine, um, uh, maybe someone I've known too long. We've become too comfortable with each other, and that's not a good thing, especially in this toxic relationship we have. Mr. De- Mr. Devin Frederick, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, John. Thanks for having me, dude. Thanks, thanks for coming over. Thanks for coming over to uh, to your sister's house. Uh, yeah, for, I mean, for, it was a long walk from work. I mean, yeah, that's I was true. surprised I got here on time. Traffic yeah, was terrible. Yeah, was it like 120 feet from the door? door uh, yeah, to door? I had to walk past the two owners to get through the door. I mean, it was it was rough. Yeah, in here. Oh, for I believe sure. it. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, just all like just the stairs and all the the judging and everything. Like uh, that. Yeah, they I wasn't see. sure if I should come in the back door or the front door either. Mm-hmm. I'm never quite sure. Yeah, how, I usually how I, work. I don't come in the front door anymore. I only come in the back door. I, I was gonna come in the back door, but then I heard people talking out front, and I was like, I guess I'll be social. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like you channeling your inner Brian there. <laughs> all right, man. So, uh, so how you been, brother? Ah, pretty good. Can't complain. Nice, um, nice. Ready to get uh, back out of the house. Ready for some longer daylight and warmer weather, that's mm. for sure. Yeah, nice, dude. So, uh, you just came back from Vegas, right? Yeah, I went for a long weekend. Yeah, uh, not, not the play you went no, during yeah, the, week, I went, the weekend. Yeah, uh, I went. It just kind of coincidentally worked out that way. It is, uh, was Jess's birthday weekend, so we just did a little getaway for Jess's birthday. Oh, nice, and dude. Vegas was kind of the, the best bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. And came back to uh, to frigid weather, you know, from the beautiful Vegas weather. Ah, uh, I mean, it really wasn't all that much different. It was kind of really? it was only like sixty or something out okay. there too, so it wasn't incredibly warm out there. But uh-huh. yeah, it was nicer than here. There was no snow. Yeah, well, that's always key. Now there's like there's almost no snow out there right now, man. I was, I was we're getting happy, there. Dude. We're getting. I was there. driving. Today's through. been beautiful. I've been looking at the park and like, all right, that means fairways are clearing. I mean, it's going to be a muddy mess because oh, yeah. every single course around here is a muddy mess anyway, usually, you know, but South Mountain will be nice. When that ever, I mean, that'll melt last though, of course. That's the way it works. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard any word. I haven't been out anywhere really yeah, since well. the snow fell because, yeah, it sounded like all the courses weren't shoveled and... Well, and it was a lot of snow. It wasn't like a four-inch storm. It was yeah, like, thirty inches is, is quite yeah, a bit. No, nobody to, wanted to be the guy to go out there and do it. I yeah, mean, it was going to be hard enough to walk the course, let alone walk and shovel. Well, I mean, yeah, and and that's just and when how enjoyable is that? I remember playing early, early on. Me playing like it was probably the first year I played going and shoveling. We went to Unami though. It was only nine holes, so we like <laughs> we we got more bang for our buck. But we went there to do that, and it was like. All right, yep, yeah, I'm good. I don't even think we threw. It was me and Troy. Yeah, I used to, I would do South Mountain. For years I was doing South Mountain. And, uh, yeah, I would take a putter and just shovel the tee pad, throw the putter, probably not even putt out. Yes. Yeah. Either you parked it and got a birdie or you went and shoveled the next hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hopefully just don't lose your disc. Yeah. If you get out there early enough, you get that fresh, like, yeah, that's that's wound. that's what I would like. Yeah. Is be the first tracks out there because uh, yeah. you definitely want to shovel the tee pads too before anybody starts tromping on them, or else yeah. that becomes a pain in the neck too. And yeah, and that's I I can't believe that people would even imagine doing that, going and playing without shoveling. When it's like if you're going to play on snow, just play right next to it. Yeah, it's the something. same. It's the same exact thing. It's all you know. It's yeah. a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. You, know, you get inconsiderate people, shitheads out. It might here, be time yeah. to move south. 
Yeah. Don't dude, have to worry I'm, about that, yeah, right? That, dude, that's got to be true. Well, except like Texas this year, they got those big storms. I didn't know what to do. They just yeah. stared at it like, well, what do we do with this stuff? Well, I was seeing pictures of people like just out playing. They're like, we never, we never get to play in the snow. We're going to play in the snow now. Like they got to learn about ribbons probably. They got to learn about all that fun stuff. And it's like, that's got to be pretty cool. Like it makes me think of my first time playing in the snow it was a really fun time. And then probably uh, yeah. that was about the only time. And then I realized it was cold and the snow was wet. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did like two years of actually playing in snow. I look back at like old posts and I'm like, oh, you pussies don't come out and play in the snow. And now it's like, I don't like, I don't play in the snow. I think ever since um, Ice Bowl at Lime Bluff, playing in the snow is not, not been so much. <laughs> that that fun. was hell. That was hell, man. That was, uh, that was quite an, that was quite an adventure, man. That's like, I haven't been there since. I haven't been up to Lime Bluff since. I might that. not, I might. I'm probably right there with you. That was probably my last time. Yeah, but yeah, hey, we, you got a trophy for last place, so that was fun. Yeah, that that's time, true. Right? Yeah, we went up for the ice bowl, and I want to say there were probably like what 45, 50 people there. Yeah, the, even at, still, yeah, there was, there, was a, good a, there was a decent crowd, and then uh, there were two. There was Devin was the only open player, and <laughs> so I decided I'd play an open. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's time to move up, so I played open, and I would have come in like fifth or sixth in AM, and I came in second in open. You know, lost by like. 20 strokes or something <laughs> ridiculous, you know, and, and then got a trophy. So it's sweet. Like I have like an early, I think it's like a 2011 or 2012 line bluff ice bowl. It's probably even so, earlier than that. I want to say it I might, feel. it probably was. I think that was before I was even sponsored. You were in the Mazda. I know. Cause I think it was, I remember Mazda. coming in hot. So that was Mazda. like 2011 ish. Cause we went to us in USDGC in the Mazda, right? We did. Yeah, so it was probably, yeah, probably, so 2010, 2011, yeah. realistically, so, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. We were driving up there in the snow. It's coming down like crazy, and you're in that groove. You're in those, like, two tracks, <laughs> like, driving. Because like, it was coming down while we were yeah. going oh, up dude, there, it was too. crazy. We were debating in the morning whether we wanted to go or not. Yeah, but we're not pussies, you know? <laughs> it's only snow. Yeah, we, and we're in those grooves, and we're cruising and cruising, and there's, like, the sign for the exit, and we pull, like, you know, getting closer, and... Devin pulls into the exit lane without slowing down first and calmly coming in hot. <laughs> so <laughs> you were so calm and I just looked at you and you just like had this look on your face. E-brake, power slide through it, all drifting. You look like Vin Diesel, you know, coming around that corner, you know. I drifted that thing perfect. Oh, it was perfect. And then you get rear-ended at the end of it all because some guy decides to just ride the guardrail, which is a veteran move also. I mean, that's a – for those rolled of you, that guardrail for a while, Yeah, too. for those of you that don't have snow, sometimes just getting on the guardrail is uh, – it's better than getting into a car. And luckily, he just barely bumped us, and it wasn't too, too bad. You know? uh, yeah, I mean – Two inches, maybe, and he would have missed me completely. Yeah, and that would have been intense. I would have. That would have been crazy seeing a car just slide by you right there. <laughs> oh man! But yeah. been like, where the hell did that guy come from? <laughs> it just made for a better day. It just made for a better story and event of it all. You know what I mean? Because yeah, we still made it. We got in a car accident. Yeah, technically, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't remember losing any discs. I remember having a good time. Yeah, yeah, and you won. Congrats. Oh, that was I don't great. think anybody said congrats for, to you for that yet. You know? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> not too many people know that happened. Yeah, yeah. And then and then at the end of it all, we we did the whole thing and then the, they did the prizing, gave the trophy out, and then there's handing me the trophy for second place and hearing Brian 
they give out a trophy for last place. Oh, <laughs> it was freaking great. Uh, it's so like, and that, that's the reason why it's so good. You know, any sort of any sort of Brianism attached to any <laughs> any sort of prize or anything you ever have is just makes it so much better. You know what I mean? Adds that memory. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I have so many clear memories of Brian being Brian, like Warwick. Where it was, I think it was still Animal Fest when it was, and he was up there and some am. It was like am like intermediate recreational somebody they were like prizing them out and you just start yelling bagger bagger <laughs> bagger and they're like we're like brian like you don't know who the hell he is i don't care he's a freaking bagger oh dude. i mean he might have been tuned up a little bit but it was still <laughs> oh gosh I mean, I, yeah he, he he's definitely gonna have to be a guest on uh on the the podcast here at some point he might just be a call-in guest or something you know? yeah that would be a good one yeah actually we might call him for the second segment just to, <laughs> just to get him on here just to talk to him <laughs> to hear his voice actually it's funny because i was over at the at the fur company and you were up in the truck because it was the sawdust day and i was over there and we were moving bags and then all of a sudden i heard you behind me and i turned and you're you're terry like you have the same voice like it's like i was like shit like, that's, <laughs> so that's where he gets i'm like so what is like i guess cheryl will get brian i guess yeah i mean it's, it's i mean she is losing her voice a little bit here that's the last true she's transforming she's transforming into brian you know if she starts to grow a beard oh my gosh we're we're gonna be worried oh, poor steve <laughs> poor steve <laughs> oh man oh yeah, let's pray let's all pray for him a moment of silence maybe <laughs> All right, I think that's enough. <laughs> might have been too much. Yeah, I think it was. I might even lengthen it when I edit it. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, I thought you had questions or something. Uh, I wrote them down, but I, I kind of lost them. <laughs> like like I lose everything else. Holy crap. Um, no, nah, what, what do I need questions for? You know, it's tough. Actually, I kind of in these situations, I kind of do. It's tough when you when you know someone so well. It's like what yeah, the, to like, ask I'm questions gonna, ask that you, you already know about yeah, me, but everybody yeah, else like might want to know. I'm looking forward to like I have a because yeah, you probably know me better than ninety percent or even more of the disc golfers. Of the I local mean, disc golfers, yeah. yeah, especially you know. I mean, pretty much everybody. I mean, we grew up together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, middle school, high school. I mean, I don't you think you knew me. Most people either know one side or the other of me, either mm -hmm. out at disc golf or. A friend's side. I think, but I think I know you, I think I met you right around the beginning of you playing disc golf, though. Yeah, because we met in middle school. Yeah, and that's when you started playing in, like, mm -hmm. six, like sixth grade, like, right around yep. 11, 12 years old, right? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's when I knew you at first. Pretty much. It's just that, yeah. You know? So it's tough to come up with, like, oh, what about this? Or, you know, where'd you go to school? Or, you know, <laughs> did you do this? And it's like, oh, crap, I know all this shit already. You know, you're, like... You're just as boring as me. <laughs> That's where <laughs> I, I look. I look forward to like I have a podcast coming up. I think it's going to be like three after three or four after this, where I'm interviewing someone I don't I don't know. So that's so, like yeah. it's going to be interesting to like talk to somebody like that. You know what I mean? Luckily, he has a book. I'm reading his book, so Ooh. so that's going to be kind of the, hopefully the precursor. And I I've met him, but I don't know him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like it's a totally different thing. And sometimes when you just meet somebody. And don't really know him too well. It's kind of that can be interesting. Like I could see, like I could see interviewing Schwebby for me. Yeah, you know I mean I know Schwebby. Schwebby would spot me in a crowd, come over, you know, uh -huh. pre-COVID, give me a hug or whatever. You know, it's uh, Schwebby. You know what I mean? Like that's just how it is. So, but I would feel weird, like interviewing him because I don't know. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know how I'm going to go through that. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. So that's another hurdle that I'm going to come over, which will be fucking fun. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because it's going to get to a point where everybody's going to get sick of hearing from, like, from my six friends. Uh-huh. Like, oh, another podcast with Steve. Oh, another mm-hmm. podcast with Hank. Another car- <laughs> another podcast with Carmen, you know? It's okay, Steve. We're all boring. It's okay if you're loud back there. He's not. We're at we're 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 recording in Steve's house and he's walking about so and, and giving us the scared look like he made some noise, but it's okay. So if you may hear some noise in the background, it's, it's just, just Steve. Steve. It's just Steve. So which then th- thank you for letting us record here, Steve. <laughs> all right so so we'll, we'll go back to that then um so you started playing 11 12 years old sure did yeah so what, so what was that like that was only i mean that was our mid 90s late was, 90s mid late 90s yeah, yeah what was disc golf like in the mid to late 90s um just a lot of old heads out well everybody everybody's old when you're 11 like 19 yeah, and 20 I mean, year yeah, old yeah that's old. true i mean they were uh they were my age <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean the crowds are smaller. You're, you're, we played. Uh, me and the old man would go every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Tuesdays were at Jordan. Thursdays were at Tenacum, and Fridays were at South Mountain, and play doubles and fifteen people mm-hmm. at each probably. Friday nights were a little bigger. You got to the like the twenty or thirty, but oh, nothing yeah. like you, you know these years. You're getting 50, 60. Yeah, on you're a, on filling a the night. course on mm-hmm. Friday night doubles now. But uh, yeah, everybody was accepting, uh, encouraging, willing to uh, share advice. You know, mm. taught me the power grip and what have you. Nice, nice. Was that something that he did? He, in, I mean, I'm guessing your dad introduced it to you, or you introduced it to your dad, or. Uh, the old man, uh, we used to go camping as a family at French Creek and the old man and his buddies would go out and play disc golf while me and the moms would go to the pool or something like oh, that. Nice. I don't know what they were doing out there just by themselves on the disc golf course, mm-hmm. but they wanted to get away from us. Yeah. And, uh, I think you can understand now <laughs> what it is. You know yeah. I, mean? I like, might have an like, idea. Like, Oh, and Jess, you take the kids to the pool. I'm going to yeah. go to the disc golf course. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes but, sense uh, now. But yeah, he, uh, he enjoyed playing at French Creek and, um, right around the time we started playing, my parents were getting divorced. So it was kind of our outlet mm-hmm. of something to do, something to bond over and uh yeah learned uh there was a course in allentown whitehall which was jordan and we'd go there with just a frisbee regular ultimate frisbee mm-hmm. not even not even like a whammo or no nope, not just even like uh, a 70 mold or something along nope, those lines just, just a, a regular uh you're one ultimate of the, you're lid. One, one of them yeah nice. and uh we had no clue that discs were even a thing we thought you just played mm-hmm. well, with a, back with then, a frisbee like, yeah, it's like and, and where and do you get them and everything yeah else. so we'd go out and maybe play like once a month or something like that over at jordan until we finally ran into um bob buttery oh bob buttery yeah, man he's oh, out dude, there in, bob his, uh, in his uh volkswagen bus selling some discs and uh it's where we learned that there's discs yeah and we're like oh cool Told us about Tuesday night doubles and Friday night doubles and all that stuff and sent us on our merry way. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we kept playing on our own and everything for a little while. And the old man finally went out for a Tuesday night doubles and 
asked everybody how they felt about his 11-year-old coming out and, you know, playing, if that was all right and everything. So everybody was like, yeah, bring him on out. It'll yeah. be a great time. Just just think, of, just think so of everybody had a problem. You know? That you, Friday night was my first doubles at South Mountain then. And, yeah, I, I, I'm not positive. But I want to say that Richie aced in my first doubles round at South Mountain. Mm-hmm. I think it was hole three. I could be wrong. But I want to say, like, there was something like Some, that. Something that, 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 really, was like, that really hooked you. Yeah, it was like, like, oh, my God, these guys are awesome. This well, is it's fun. also getting energy from other people. I mean, you're, you're out like, you know, your dad, you're like, Brian's a cool dude. But when you're 11, it's like, it's my dad. Like, you know, you obviously knew he was a cooler dad than a lot of people's dads. So you're like, all right, we already got that. But, like, you want to get out there with other people. Mm-hmm. You want to get to meet other people and catch their energy, you know. And that's, like, that's the coolest thing about going and playing a random, especially at that time, random dubs. Like, because everybody was random for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, now exactly. now it's almost like it, it's kind of a cool way to catch up, you know. Mm-hmm. I get up to dubs, like, once or twice a year. So it's great. I get to see those people once or twice uh, and yeah. now at dubs, I don't even. I'm lucky to know anybody in my group it's anymore. Unreal. Some nights, it's unbelievable. If you go up in the middle of the summer, yeah, and it's only going to get. I mean, I can only imagine what this summer is going to be like if COVID restrictions get lifted. Oh yeah, I mean, it, there might be a hundred. They said we're going to be filling the course just for Friday night dubs. We may, we may have a hundred people. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt which, it. Which would just be unreal for a It'd weekly. Be crazy, yeah, yeah, just for a league night. Yeah. I mean, hope, I mean, and it, hopefully somebody gets a good picture of that and everything like that. That's like, I mean, people don't get that for ice bowls or for yeah, you know, for like a year's worth of weekly events. You know, I mean, I, and that's also pre the surge. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking pre the last yeah, year, the last yeah, last year, year and a half. When I mean, it has to be you know hundreds of thousands of people getting introduced to the sport. You know, some yeah, of them, some of them grasping on a little heavier than others, but everybody just playing casually. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's pretty cool to Definitely see. Definitely sparked a huge interest. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you saw it a lot out on the courses, just a family out there with one disc each, just yeah. well, looking all- for something to do in the middle of the whole lockdown where mm-hmm. you couldn't go into buildings, but you could still walk the park and it's what disc golf is. Yeah. Walk with a purpose, pretty much. It kind of is, yeah. It's, it's it's walk with a purpose, playing frisbee, and you don't have to worry about not being able to catch. Yeah, which is great. It's just know? great. Yeah, I yeah. I can't catch. That's why I don't get mad at the basket when it misses my disc. You yeah, know? When, like I can't. I couldn't have caught that either. <laughs> like I, I don't blame you. Dude. I don't feel. I know what it's like, man. I know what it's like. <laughs> All right, so so you figure you're playing then. You're 11, 12 years old, going to your first uh, doubles. And then, uh, then you're obviously realizing that there's competition, and it's a competitive sport more than just kind of fun. Like, because you're seeing people get money at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you saw someone get an ace, you probably saw them get paid out, and you're like, "Oh shit, dude! Like, this is great." You know, mm-hmm. when uh, when did you decide to to play your first like? It's not even sanctioned, just like ammo, like I guess an ammo type uh, of tournament f- or something along those lines. It was early. I was probably it was probably within the first year or two of like i said running into buttery and getting into the doubles and everything um uh i don't even i think he was from the like the lancaster area um richie ross he uh he would run a juniors thing every year junior regionals and uh he was running it at jordan Mm -hmm. happened to be in Pretty much that year I started playing. So it was like, oh, cool. 
like no other kid played. There was no other kid that yeah. was playing. And so it was like, cool, I can meet a couple other kids, probably my age, see if I'm competitive or not. I didn't even know if I was competitive with kids my age. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they were way better, if I was actually really good or, you know, what the scoop was because I was always just playing – with the adults. Yeah, like and with the adults and everything. And you, and you and learn yeah, to just, yeah. like, accept, like, yeah, they throw further than me. They're yeah, be- I knew, like, yeah. they've been playing two, three years. They're bigger than me. They're stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're going to be better than me. But, like I said, yeah, the chance to get to play with the uh, kids at my home course, too. So mm-hmm. they were coming to me. So it was yeah. like, cool, I'm going like, to take yeah. these kids They're coming over to my house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mom's so, going to have uh, snacks. It's going to be like a real party. <laughs> Ty Parrish, you might even know him. He's a Sedgley cat. Old yeah, school I think, Yeah, I think cat. I know Ty. You might have met him somewhere along the way, maybe. Oh, I'm but sure, he was just one. many times being down there. Uh, he was my competition, pretty much. It mm-hmm. was like me and him growing up. And I still, I mean through Facebook, talk to them every once in a while and yeah. keep in touch with, you know, like each other's posts or whatever like yeah. that. But, uh, do, do, do the passive friendship. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I like yeah but yeah, friendship. me and him had some good times. We went to Worlds together. Okay. Where'd you go to Worlds? Uh, Nashville. Okay. When, 2002, I think that was. All right. So, yeah, and, so uh, you were like 17, 18 years old. Yeah, that's was that, where, your, that was your first world, your first, taste, first, your first taste yeah, of anything worlds, big? Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, that it was, like, my first PDGA tournament even, other than, like, like I said, that juniors thing. I mm-hmm. might have played a couple AM tournaments at Tyler and stuff. But, yeah, we kind of jumped right in. We signed up for the PDGA to play the world championships. Yeah. It seems like that was kind of a thing. I remember looking back at like old tournaments. Uh, it was like New York States, I think it was. It was like you and Mittman and Anderson were there, mm-hmm. and I remember looking at the the PDGA numbers, and there were like four numbers all in a row. That yeah, were there's all, like ten of them that are like they're one all after yeah, and that's because that's where you would you, you sign, would that's sign where up. You'd at the sign up. Yeah. There wasn't the online sign up and mm-hmm. stuff way back then, yeah. like. That's where you signed up for the PDGA. It was at the tournament. Well, you could just do this shit online nowadays. Yeah, yeah, but it's you kind can of like do it yourself on the like, phone. I, think, the I really, I think I'm going to start renewing through a TD at a tournament. Like I think that's going to be my thing now. <laughs> like so, and so make Salt do it for you. Yeah, exactly. Be like, hey, I, I'd like to renew. Like because they're supposed to do that, right? I guess you know. I don't know. A TD over there is giving a yeah. look. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, don't ask make, me I'm to do make it. Sure, yeah, take make it to it Steve at <laughs> the Lost Valley or something. <laughs> I'm going to wait for a Steve Bro tournament and have him renew me for the, for the PDGA. Wait, Steve's never running a tournament again now. Either way, I mean, you got to beat the sign-ins anyway. You know what I mean? That's the toughest thing. Yeah. Did you get into any of the, the, the recent ones? Hickory Run, New Jersey States? Hickory Run. What's going on at Hickory Oh, Run? not Hickory Run. Twin, uh, Grove. Twin Grove. I always get those confused. <laughs> yeah, I got into them both, actually. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, I, 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 I kind of felt a little bad because Hank sent us all a message. Yeah. Did he send it on the poker yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, poker or like our, or our, our weekly round I, group. I don't pay attention. I oh, miss I just, all these tournaments well, just because I don't pay attention to registration. And I was like, oh, nice. Hank clued me in. And I went on and like. I didn't even look at anything. I just he said something about seven o'clock. Yeah, that was for the, the sponsorship. That was that for was sponsorship yeah. or something like that. And I didn't even know. I wasn't paying attention to anything. Just I, it's just like seven o'clock, you gotta sign up. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. And I went on and it was 
actually sitting at the dinner table eating my dinner. I was like looking at my phone, putting it down, take a couple bites, look at my phone, and I finally like looked at it. I was like, "Oh crap!" I didn't like watch it tick at like, seven. It's like yeah, seven oh like, one. Oh like, crap! Oh. So I'm like sitting there and I'm flying through it and I get it all done. And I'm like, like, like I said, I wasn't paying attention that it was only sponsorship yeah. thing. And I'm like, screw it. It's twenty five bucks. Like, I yeah, I'm fine with it. Exactly. I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, whatever, whatever. I have to do to get in. Mm-hmm. Sign yeah. up and then like. There was only what thirty sponsor spots or something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. and I know Hank was trying to get in, and like I wasn't even paying attention to Facebook or anything on what commotion was being mm-hmm. said about anything on this whole thing, and I'm like, oh no, I'm in. Hank didn't get in. He let me know I was. Yeah, I mean, so, you at, know, at he gave point, me the warning came. and everything, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I got in, and he didn't, and yeah. So, yeah, so I kind of felt a little bad. I think he did. He finally get in. I th- I think he had to sign up as a master. Oh, he did. Yeah, I, think I remember. Seeing <laughs> I don't know that. how yeah. that's working yeah. out. But well, that's I mean, he's just he's he's letting everybody know that he's really old. Yeah. Hank didn't really let anybody know that, but he's in his early forties. You know, what I mean, he's got he's got a he's got a girlfriend and kid. You know, he's like he's he's a lot older than he lets on. He's always seemed wise, but now it makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, look out, Masters Field. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you you can't feel bad for. Uh, getting in if he didn't get in like and that, i think that that's kind of got to be the thing that's cool. i mean like i said it's just one of those things where mm-hmm. like i wouldn't even thought to like Don't he probably register. wouldn't have got in anyway even yeah. if i wasn't trying to yeah unless he's waitlist one but it's just one of those things in. where it's like oh man that sucks dude you let me know and i got in and you didn't mm-hmm. yeah. yeah sorry not sorry yeah exactly <laughs> yeah because i mean that, that's got to be a big thing like i go out to oregon every year for eugene celebration maybe you know that may fill so now it's like you got to know exactly when something's like to plan yeah. to plan these trips. Like I forget, uh, I think Andy commented saying he didn't get in. Well, he has a cabin. Oh yeah, it's a Twin Grove. There's yeah. a lot of people I think that have cabins that yeah. didn't get in. Yeah, which I'm is not even like, going to stay. I just want to play the tournament. Yeah, exactly. That's going to piss people off right exactly, there. Just saying exactly. that. <laughs> you don't even you don't want to stay. You don't even want to play. It's just something to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If Hank would have just. Would have just kept his mouth shut. Everybody would probably be happy. Yeah, Andy would have gotten in. Yeah, Andy would have got in. Yeah, thanks, He's Hank. Got, yeah, yeah. We'll blame Hank. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can blame blame Hank for just about everything, you know. Especially <laughs> Andy not getting. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna quick to take a quick break. I need a glass of water real quick, and uh, we'll be right back with some more Devin Frederick. All right, and we're back from our little break. Uh, that was that was a fun one. Didn't really take a break. Kept talking and talking and talking. <laughs> anyway, was able to get some water. But uh, so uh, so last we left off, we figured what you're in Tennessee in 2002. Yeah, for Worlds. Yeah, down there. So that was kind of like your first taste of a big event. Yeah, I mean, any any sort of sanctioned all event over or the something. Country and everything like that. How how did you qualify for Worlds? If that oh, was like your first, it, to, you didn't have to qualify back then. Was there like, wasn't enough players back then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, they're like, just if you want to show up, cool. cool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm pretty sure we just showed up and signed up. It was like walk ups. Yeah. They uh, gave you a free membership. Yeah, and you, yeah, you're like yeah. registered for free. Like, like, dude, just just come and play. We just want you're like a seat filler. So pretty much. So that was cool. So that was a cool experience for you. Then I'm guessing, right? Yeah, that's. Uh, I met Double G. Okay. Um, I hung out with him and his brothers. 
pretty much the whole time hentai parish mm-hmm. um but yeah uh it was an awesome hotel set up where um the rooms were set up in like a rectangle so if you had an inner room you could look down over the pool and you could see who was out there and everything so it was awesome we were in the pool the whole time and someone mm-hmm. would come out you'd throw the disc up to them the frisbee up to them they throw it back to you'd have frisbees flying out of the pool out of the hot tub all the way across and the the other half was a big open ballroom auditorium type thing so there's just huge open space to just throw frisbee i don't i don't think i didn't throw a frisbee other than when my eyes were closed the whole time i was there (laughs) and you were probably throwing frisbees in your dreams yeah pretty much (laughs) i mean if we weren't throwing them like i said out of the pool we were playing mini throughout the hotel using the exit signs Okay. As our baskets, all right, the exit (laughs) sign on the third floor, all the way over in that corner, you know, so you have to, the highs are off and go down in the, uh, down the bottom, you got to get on the elevator, go down to the bottom, go down over there, get it, throw it back up to the third floor, take the elevator, it was was fun. Oh, hell yeah, that sounds like a blast, sounds like the the fun shit you do when you're like a kid with a frisbee, Mm -hmm. like the enjoy, like what's enjoyable about the sport. Yeah, just finding some way to throw a frisbee and make it fun the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you were still new, I mean, you were six years in at that point playing, but you know, it should still be fun for you at that point, which is good, I mean, you're still a kid, you know, well, you're you're still literally a kid, you know, you just have kids, that's that's the only only difference between what you were then. It always cracks me up, Uh, I mean, Matt LaCourt's one that I've been playing with since I was a kid, Mm -hmm. and still to this day, he calls me Young Gun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in his mind, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's in like what he's like seventy something now or um, whatever, you know. Two years younger than Dirt, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so your dad's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's cool, and it's like yeah, your immediate perception. I said that to Carmen when I when he did the podcast that like he's still like 20, 20, 25 in my mind, like he's still this young kid. But that's what I was when all of it was starting and everything mm-hmm. too. But it's like you're still just that young. I like I imagine you that way in my mind. And then when I realize <laughs> we that, don't like, realize we're all getting old together. No, dude. I think it's gonna hit us all one at one point. You know, I'm like I'm worried about getting. It's gonna a grip. hit Steve first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's already there. <laughs> he's already there. Um, but but I feel like yeah, like I'm gonna like come home and see some gray hairs. Uh, I got and him it, in the mustache. Yeah. Don't well, look. I mean, it's accepted. Quit looking yeah. at me. Yeah, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. It's it's kind of hard. Um, but, yeah, it's like, yeah, like one day it's all going to hit us. We're all going to be playing grandmasters or something or masters. And, like, yeah, we'll be like, oh, remember when we played open back in the day? You know, it's going to yeah. – it's, it's almost – it's like what uh, this week at Memorial, like seeing Robin playing MP60, and you're just like, Robin's not 60. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, it was you and Salt were talking about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Salt was saying about how he was watching him in, uh, what was he, Grandmaster? And now he's Senior Grandmaster is the term. Well, yeah, now it's yeah, now 50s, it's a, now, 50s yeah. and 60s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, too, I think. he's been going since, I'm pretty sure he's a master. He's been going to the Memorial yeah, so a long time. 15, so, yeah, like years, when he was saying that, I'm like, I swear I've been watching him on the charts since he was a master mm-hmm. and being top three, top five yeah, every right year. Right there behind Jim Oates every yeah, single yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you don't realize that. Yeah. Well, it sneaks, up on, it sneaks <laughs> up on you. Like, yeah. yeah. I realized that I looked at my PDGA page the other day and I was like looking at like 
that tournaments in 09, 08. Like, and that's not even that early, you know. But the fun thing about it is, is uh, I'm starting to see some of these old school names from back when I first started playing open, and there was these guys that were a little better than me um, doing good in open, and they kind of fell off, had families and whatever, but now that they're 40, their kids are a little older, I'm starting to see their names pop back back in in the master field. So it's Mm -hmm. fun starting to see some of these names pop back up. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... uh, We're competing back then. No, you know, they stepped away for mm -hmm. a little bit. Well, they stopped the the touring. That's what a lot of it is. Like, they probably go back home and just play local events, like Mm -hmm. what we've all been doing this whole time. And then now he's finally, they're finally able to go out on the road again, you know, and they're probably just as sharp as they were when they stopped, you know, like as long as they were some rust off. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't let yourself go completely as a person. Yeah. But yeah, if you're you're giving it up for a family, the family doesn't let that happen. No, no. (laughs) Yeah. I'm always on the move. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, You got those good Frederick jeans that just don't gain weight. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Keep those chicken legs forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so there's that, and then uh, where'd you go from there? So I mean, what was the next big thing for um, for you as far as progressing your game? Because you were an AM then, what nine thirty, nine twenty, nine thirty rated golfer. Yeah, probably back then uh, when I went to Nashville. I think two years later, I went to Miami for Worlds. Still AM Worlds. Yeah. Okay. And that was about, that was pretty much my last go as an AM, I think, was Mm. going to uh, Miami. And I I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, It wasn't as fun as Nashville. Um, Didn't enjoy the courses as much. I wasn't as thrilled about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I did meet Greg Barsby there. Okay. So that was one of the. That's the good cool. memories of going to Worlds is that was the first time I met Greg there, and Double G was there again, so I got to see him again. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that was about the end of my am going. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't win anything too big as an am, as far as like a Worlds or anything. I yeah, won just just uh, local stuff. Yeah, it was like the AM Championship or something at Tyler. That was okay. a, like the big AM tournament in our area. And mm. I beat uh, Brandon Bailey. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, Brandon Chance Bailey. He's from, He lives down in Virginia now, okay. but he was from up here. Oh, nice. And uh, pretty sure he's still playing AM this day. Yeah, well, there's those and, forever uh, AM guys. Yeah. Like, they just forever are doing it, you know. But, yeah, I just uh, tired of, I mean... When I was in AM, it was before the uh, CE plastic craze and mm-hmm. champion plastic. So You're I was throwing everything. I was DX winning, yeah, AM tournaments, getting DX plastic and lightning plastic and mm-hmm. just stuff I didn't want, didn't care for. Is like I'm good enough to compete in the pro. I can should be able to at least win my money back. So it was mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna go that way. Yeah. Which is, you know, a reason why I think a lot of AMs do step up, even yeah. though they have plastic they can get money for now. Where well and yeah, now it was kind of the thing. Like I think about it when I like I when I moved up it was because of, you know, going I won I forget how much I won. It was like a hundred plus dollars in like discs and went up to get my and there was nothing I threw. Yeah. I think I bought like a couple pairs of socks and I gave like, it was a Mike sold event. I remember just giving Mike my slip and just being like, uh, I don't, you know, 
And I think he like he he put it towards the next tournament or something like that. He was like, ah, oh, like don't don't worry, mm-hmm. don't just throw money away. But I did the same thing. I played an AM event like four years, three or four years ago, um, up at uh, on at French Creek because Ray put together like this awesome players pack, and the winner got you know a couple hundred dollars in discs and like a new bag, a Latitude sixty four bag. So I was like, all right, cool. I lost to like Paul Brown forever <laughs> AM and DVW. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was back when I was almost as good as Dan, you know. So, um, but I I think I ended up buying like 50 dead dogs pens. Like, I just was (laughs) like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I don't want to, I don't need any discs. I don't need any of this stuff, you know. So it's like kind of, yeah, once you get enough discs, you don't really need anything else, you know, especially now. I mean, you you get your your discs from Innova now. Yeah. So you get your year, you get your yearly allotment. So, like, you're like, so you're basically still an AM. Yeah. And you just keep Sorry, getting just, discs. Yeah. Just keep getting them. Yeah, forever and am, dude. Nice, nice. You might be one of the best ams Never in the world. You might be it, one man. of the best ams in the world. Just keep pulling it off. Yeah, exactly. This whole time, you know. But yeah, I think there, yeah, a lot of people have different reasons for moving up. Like I, mine was discs and my friends. Like mm-hmm. You guys were all playing open. And yeah, I want to go there and play good. with you and Carmen and Hank, you know, and bro. And, you know, these. I, that's who I wanted to play with. Yeah. So so why dude, would I go that, and play am and, that, keep, that, and, and then keep losing? I'm playing AM and I'm coming in third place. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly. even winning. I can play my best golf and I'm not going to win the AM event. So I might as well yeah, move there's to There's always open. that bagger. Yeah, I moved to Open. At least like if I do shoot well, I can win a little bit of money or at least I'm having a good time. You know, so that was kind of that thing for me, which was which was made it so much better. Like going and playing with my friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily got better because of that, but I had a better time. I mean, if you're having fun, you're usually playing better. It tends I've to be that way. That. Yeah. I, yeah, that was another reason for me to move up. Is just I didn't want to have to deal with the people that didn't know the rules. The you know I mm-hmm. I would go out there to compete. I wasn't out there to teach somebody or you know I oh, didn't yeah. want to have to deal with that. Well, yeah, we all know that. Anybody that's ever asked you for advice on anything knows that. I mean, I don't know if you've changed recently. No, you know what my <laughs> advice always is: take two weeks off and quit. <laughs> that's my advice those, those are wise, those are wise words take two weeks off and quit yeah i wish you would have told me that like years ago like I've, i think my my I remember my first round with you was at jordan i think it was and you threw like a shark on some shot that was like you probably threw it 320 330 but in my mind i was like holy crap like that's so freaking far what the you know and I remember asking you, how did you do that? And you grabbed another shark on your bag and just did it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. That like yeah, that. that that explains a lot. Thanks a lot. You know, Were you watching? You freak- yeah, I was. I okay. Was. Well, <laughs> but yeah. The like, picture's worth a thousand words. But some, right? people are good, some people are good at teaching and some people are I'm good. I'm not. Yeah. And it all comes, you know, and, and it's just the person. If you're one, like, you're not the kind of person that likes to talk in public. No, nope. you know what I mean. That's like, why so, we're at Steve's house. Yeah, so yeah, so no one can see us or hear us or anything. <laughs> but um, yeah, like some people are good at, at talking in public and teaching and doing that type of thing, and some people aren't. You know, Dan and Mike they do their thing, and I think it works because Mike has no Mike doesn't care, and Dan doesn't care. You know what I mean? Uh huh. And they're both like Dan's very well spoken, so I think that helps yeah. out him a lot. You know what I mean? It has that look. Looks mm-hmm. very professional. He looks professional. Professional I mean, Dan, you know. Yeah. I think I'm going to start calling him that. You know, I was calling. I, still, I was going to try to call him Safety Dan because the way he was playing last year. Instead of Dan the Am, he's, he's Dan, Pro the Dan Am. Now. Yeah, I missed Dan the Am. I didn't. I wasn't at that event. Carrying so his shopping bag <laughs> yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to make sure I, I try to talk about that. I hope he has one in case it rains on tour. 
Yeah, we might have to send them, send them some, send them a bag, <laughs> send them a bag, get, a, get an MVP plastic I'll bag. Ta- I'll take them one to uh, BTI. There you go. Yeah, yeah, because they'll both be down save there. myself shipping. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so we figure you got that going on. Then, then you become you become pro, fighting for a thousand. Can't quite get there. Can't quite get there. Can't quite get there. And then you get there. Uh, yeah, I mean. I definitely plateaued at that 990 area for a good little while. And I kind of didn't care. You know, I, I kind of, I didn't practice. Mm-hmm. I, I'd play three times a week or whatever, but I wouldn't go in the backyard and practice putting or, mm-hmm. you know, do any kind of field work. And that's kind of what it took to get over that, that hump. I had a, buckle down and putt like I was the difference between 995 and a thousand is missing one putt around Mm -hmm. so I was like fuck I saved that I I would have cashed if it was for that one putt I would be a thousand rated like the if I would have made one putt just kept stacking up Mm -hmm. like for a couple different reasons like all right well if I want to get sponsored and I want to like yeah, learn how to putt, and yeah, kind of buckled down and learned how to putt. Got myself over a thousand. Nice, and then then sponsorship came right after that. No, no, you no. had to stay there for a little bit. Fight. Oh, little. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't seeking it either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably if I was seeking it, I probably could have got it a lot but, earlier. Yeah, but uh, it didn't really happen until the new companies broke out. Mm-hmm. So then the Nova roster thinned, and it was like. All right, well, I might as well try and get. I tried to get on with Latitude yeah. right when they first. Well, hit. I still remember but that like, was what you threw. Yeah, I switched like. my whole bag to Latitude, and I was like, "Oh, this new company's out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and throw it good and get a sponsorship by this new company." And they kind of they like it was so early they didn't have a way to sponsor me in the states because they're European. Everything company. was out there. Yeah. yeah, so they didn't have a good way to get me product. Well, and, that was a time when and it was all tough that to stuff, get anything it was, here. Yeah, it was still early in the company. It just came out, so mm-hmm. I kind of just gave up on the whole sponsorship thing when that didn't work for me. And uh, yeah, it was a couple of years later once Prodigy came out and Dynamic came out. Latitude then had things figured out and we're starting to sponsor people in the u.s and everything and like i said in nova the kind of roster thinned out because like prodigy wanted ricky and kale yeah and, you yeah, know they take like, everybody from all the different teams yeah, yeah. trying to so the roster kind of thinned out and mm-hmm. i think they went to uh like brinster once the roster thinned out a little they went to their the bigger guys on the team yeah to be like brinster re- at the time like who's the guy like that, who, yeah. who's some people we can look at to bring on and uh i was one of the names that he brought up i think it was like me and jason door i think okay and uh yeah they reached out i reached out to them they kind of reached back to me and ended up sponsoring finally, finally happened yeah nice hell yeah so that's got to be a cool a cool time to come home and be like all right Oh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely, like, because, yeah, I've always, other than that stint where I said I tried to, to switch the whole bag to Latitude and, mm-hmm. you know, get the Latitude sponsorship. Other than that, I've thrown primarily in Nova my whole time yeah. playing. So. Yeah, I remember I remember when, when I first started, you were, pl- you were throwing a lot of Latitude, and uh, that's why I started throwing, like, the pure 
And I threw all that at too. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. I'm like, Devin, Devin knows what's up. He's the best <laughs> player I know. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it. I mean, the took. pure was great. The pure, I mean, it's the, it's one of the only I, I throw the pure and the sinus are the only two discs I kept from my all latitude bag. You know, well that I still have my I still I'm have glad my, you still throw the pure. That way I can throw it back to you at least like three times a year. And yeah, that's like, nice. Well you have a bunch of them. Your wife throws them, so you have a bunch in the backyard already. So uh, they don't go in the backyard. Oh, they stay in the house. Yeah, now. their house. They're, they're oh, house. they don't even get used. No, just well, doesn't play. Well, what, what about? Got hook, what, I've been looking. I've, you got, you got hook I don't even know where they are. They're lost. <sighs> okay, they're well, in the bottom maybe of the box. maybe I'll reach out to Jess, or maybe Jess will listen to this and I'll say, <laughs> Jess, Jess, can I have some pures, please? I need more. Di- I need <laughs> she more doesn't putties. know where they're at either. <laughs> I guarantee it. Other than the one that she uses. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't need all of them. Just like four or five. Maybe. Four or five. I don't yeah. even think I have that many. I can't. I, well, no, you I, gave, you I, gave I, me. I, a bunch. I think I got, I only took like two back. I probably gave you five and took two. No, right? no, no, no. I take them all back. <laughs> you took them all back when 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 you got sponsored by Innova. You were like, oh, cool, yeah. Oh, you throw the pure. All right, here's all these pures, and I was all stoked. I finally had like a stack of like practice butters, and then I want a, those back. A couple, <laughs> a, a couple days later, oh, Jess doesn't like that you gave me those. <laughs> that I gave you those. Discs. She still uses them. I'm like, oh, all right, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, they're in a box somewhere. Yeah, yeah, they're being preserved, so yeah. that's good. So by the time I get them, they'll be like collectors, and they'll be expensive. So there you go. That's what you guys are just waiting out the yeah, market. Yeah, we're just know? you know, we're like the bank for you. We're yeah. just holding on. To yeah, them. wait till you need like a new front deck or something. You're like, <laughs> oh, but Blaze needs all those discs. Let's sell them. You know, we'll get ourselves a new front porch. It could be screened in. Everything. Yeah, I get it. I get it. She so. always wants a greenhouse. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll work on it. You know, I'll keep an eye out for an old one that we'll, we'll put together. You know, if I get some frisbees out of it, maybe. <laughs> all right. So you figure. You got that going on. You get Innova. Was that before or after USDGC? Um, I did my first USDGC when I was 18. Okay, yeah, that was the one you yeah. – uh, Well, the old man, uh, when you bought uh, the USDGC rock or some kind of rock, when you bought it, you got to fill out a raffle ticket for a USDGC spot. Oh, nice. And we – well, he filled – so many out with his name, so many out with my name, and your, my ticket your was Your name pulled. one, nice. Yeah, it was actually, it was one of those phone calls that was like, it was from Innova. I was like, holy shit, am I being, like, scouted? Am I going to get sponsored yeah. when I was 18? Yeah. You know, I was, like, just getting really good as an am, and I was like, oh, here's the call. They mm. like what they're seeing on, so I don't yeah. know what it was. And they're like, oh, you want a spot to the USDC? It's still great. Well, yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong, but really it's awesome. like, yeah. yeah, you're getting that phone call from Innova. It was like, oh, man, is it happening? Am I getting sponsored already? But, uh, yeah, I was winning the, the uh, USDGC spot, which was awesome. So I got to experience that mm-hmm. really young. Yeah. And uh, I've got to see the, the USDGC course evolve through that because that was what, I was 18, so that was 2002. Yeah, so then, yeah, you got to see nine years later, you got to see I, it again. Well, I've been there six times. Oh, you've been there that much? See, like, uh, th- yeah. th- th- we talked about it beforehand that I th- that this is going to be tough because I know so much no. about you. Actually, I would have been I there. Should know this. It would have been 2003 because I think I was only there in odd years for the first, like, three. I think it was 2003, 2005, and then 2007. When did we go? 11? 11, yeah. Yeah, so that would have been right. Three, five, seven, and then not again until 2011. Then you've been back a couple times and since. And then 13. Okay. So you're going this year? 
I should, right? Yeah, I mean, that just that makes sense to me. I better get practicing. Yeah, you know, and that's, I mean, that's a good story, too. Eight, 18 years between your first and, you know, this, this you know, USDGC is kind of a. That's a big span. Why do you have to go like that? It, was, I mean, it makes you sound really fucking old, dude. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, well, you are. You're getting there. I mean, we're going to be playing Masters soon. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. It's getting there. I, you're. I, you're Way before me, but that's I fine. mean, I have a year on you. You know, that's it. It's like a year and a half. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. That's but true. who's counting? Yeah, well, everybody. <laughs> you know, the U.S. government, whoever, whoever counts these things. You know. Um, <laughs> all right, so you got that, and then so what's happened between then and now? Like you've won what five people's championships? Uh, who's counting? Like I said. Yeah, you probably are. You probably have it written on the. No, on, I'm. I'm. I'm really not a big. Like stack, stack guy, trophy guy. No, know, yeah, you know. all my trophies are just collecting dust. I mean, there's a couple that mean well, stuff to me. The cow pie ones that Frank made. Well, yeah, there's I mean, some. That's you just, know, they're nice ones. ones. That are, yeah. Um, the one I didn't even win. That's the Lego May. I just like that one. I thought that oh, was yeah, cool. I love that thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, my Am Championship Cup. That was like, okay, my first big disc golf trophy. Nice. But yeah, all these. No offense to to Phoenix discs and stuff, but the little wooden plaques and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm looking uh, over your shoulder at some right here. Like, yeah, just like, like there's so many. Like I'm, I'm the same way. Or, I mean, one, or you look you over get here. A, you like, get a trophy with every those are pretty. Tournament. Those are pretty. Yeah, cool. those are dope. Yeah, what are those? Those are what the Phoenix Open or the the once around. It was oh, the, only oh, a once around. It was a once around, and yeah, we're looking at these massive the, trophies. That's here. what I'm saying. Like the uh, the meaning behind a trophy has kind of been lost and deflated. Yeah, well, yeah, like you said, like like you're looking at a once around trophy, and it looks like he should have just won the U.S. Open. Yeah, that's a huge. Tro- I mean, that's a and badass yeah, trophy, you know. And he, it, it was a once around, like mm-hmm. one of the most am tournaments there is. Yeah. Which is why, Steve, so yeah, like I said, the, won, the, right? the meaning of a trophy is kind of it's kind of has been deflated. Well, that's what I, I kind like of I, I think I look back to like, uh, I mean, there's like VTI, you guys have the jug, mm-hmm. and then uh, like WVTI, the, they just started the doing it down at Paul They have the yeah, they have the, the, the license plates, or yeah, whatever, which I think right? is pretty cool. Like, it makes it something. And then we tried to do it with uh, Lehigh Valley match play. I guess mm-hmm. is that the PA match play now? I don't even know what it's called. My match play, the, 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 the Devin Frederick match play. <laughs> The DF match play, but we we did that with the paddle, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that even that like kind of lost, like it's lost on everything now, you know. Yeah. Like the last time, literally the last time I saw it, it was sitting on a garage floor. You haven't getting, been over to Offner's? No. Or is that where you saw it on the garage That's floor? Where it, was over at, it was at Offner's, yeah, when I worked for him. So, <laughs> and I was just like in my head, I'm just like, just fucking like hang it. I thought he had it hanging like over he his did. door. At one he time. did for a little while, and then it kind of gets moved around. And I don't, I don't know if he was using it or whatever. I don't want to nah, question. I don't nah, want to I mean, question these things. But we yeah. don't ask what happens with the paddle. Ex- that's you just that's, clean it that before you rule, give it to the rule next. Rule number person. one: Yeah, do not ask where the paddle's been. What the, what you've done with the paddle. You know, what I mean, I have hours of podcasts. I can just talk about paddle stories. You know, get me. Because I mean, I'm get 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 Husey here. He can. You know, the Frizzax have had the VTI jug, and I. I those are stories oh. I don't want to know. Oh, that's been a bed pot. You know, it's, I mean, been, the, it's been a lot of things if it's been in the Frizzag's hands. Yeah. <laughs> it probably hasn't just been in their hands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that, yeah, trophies kind of lost their their meaning. You know? mm-hmm. I think a lot of it comes down to also just not having a place for some bigger trophies, too. 
Like that would be an awesome trophy to have in a course's clubhouse with plaques all around it every year that somebody wins it. But who has a club? Who has a clubhouse? Who has? Yeah, a we're just not space? there yet. And like I said, I mean, yeah, yeah they're just kind of deflated yeah, I, I could in, see in something my that, mind. I could see something that like the steel club. Because yeah, even like if you have something like that where mm-hmm. you can house a big trophy, a big silver cup, something badass. You know, something really cool like that. I mean, not to say that this stuff isn't badass. And I keep describing, I keep looking at these trophies. They're like acrylic phoenixes on top of a little light box. They light up, yeah. They light up different colors. I'm sure Steve's is probably blue. Cheryl's is probably like pink or red. And like, they're badass freaking trophies, you know. And they would be cool to have. I'd love it if I won the U.S. Open or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or Or even if it's once around the mountain, but next year that that goes on, he takes it back. Oh uh, yeah, and it just keep comes back. Names you, to keep, it. you keep adding names to it, you know. Because I mean? um, Jersey Jam, mm-hmm. they do that. They have a, a little devil guy that they pass it. That, uh, that yeah, you get a little like coin shaped thing with your name and the year on it, mm-hmm. and it gets stuck to the wooden devil. Yeah, well, it's like that, or like the Yetter Cup. I think about that, like mm-hmm. down, down at Tyler, yeah. you know, That's and which is cool because then you can see some, especially yeah, even the Yetter Cup's getting big because well, it's been around so long. It's been around it's, for so long, and then it's awesome because it was and it was was it ever an NT? I think it has been. Yeah, I know it was an A tier for a long time, and just like you see some real impressive names on mm-hmm. there, which is pretty cool to have, you know. I mean, I'm sure the once around the mountain list is pretty impressive too. But you know, like I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but uh. Oh, where were we? Where were we? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, like I'm with those trophies. I'm the same way. Like I don't. I don't have many. I have a bunch of old wrestling trophies, but I don't have any disc golf trophies. Yeah, you have that one for second place. I do have that second place. Yeah, I have that second place, and uh, yeah, I think I I may have like a picture, a framed picture from the LVDC doubles thing. I won with Bigs, two thousand <laughs> noose doubles probably. It was it was before noose. Oh, it right. was just like a doubles championship in like twenty twelve or something like that. You know, and it had a picture of like a of a basket next to a lake. It was a gorgeous picture, and like apparently the course is in like Iowa or something. <laughs> like it's not even like it's not even a local course. So yeah, someone posted the picture for like an ad for something else, and I was like, "That's the that's the fucking picture." <laughs> I was like, I had to ask him like, "Where is this from?" And like someone else commented, "They're like, oh, it's so and so course in Iowa." I'm like, "Well, that makes a lot of sense. It doesn't make any sense for what we had it for." You know, we have some of the most picturesque golf in the area, you know, especially with <laughs> Nobody had a camera back then. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, and back then we had Naki open. We had, you know, Parkway was gorgeous at the time. Like, so many of these courses mm-hmm. were just so much better and so beautiful and overgrown and awesome at that time. <laughs> you have to use a course in, like, Iowa. <laughs> and I think, like, second place and third place got smaller pictures. And I think those were Lehigh Valley courses. I don't know. Like, if anybody that listens to this got second or third place <laughs> in the 2012 <laughs> The LBDC doubles thing. You playing AM back then? Yeah, yeah. Me and Biggs won advanced AM. But it was like something that uh, you played multiple events and you could play with different people. I don't remember this. So it was like a points thing. It was like a weird points thing. So, like, I think the one of them I played with Bevo, one I played with Biggs, I played with Dustin Leatherman, and then I played with Biggs for the finals. And we somehow I don't I don't know how it worked how the series worked or whatever I think you just had to qual if you had enough points you could qualify and then you can bring whoever you want type of thing. Oh, all right. So like I, we won like a couple of them. I won with Dustin. I won with Biggs the first time. I didn't win with Bevo. I don't think because he's a lefty and lefties don't win things. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. 
but then yeah, but then won the final thing with with Big Z. So that was kind of it was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, and that's I wonder like if Big Z, you still have it? I still have it, yeah. Oh, nice. I wonder if he still has his. I'm sure he does. I mean, like, what the hell do you do with... You don't throw that shit away, you know? No. Life you don't so throw much. trophies away. You no. just throw them in a the corner and let them collect dust. Yeah, I literally just saw it in the attic the other day. I was <laughs> up in the attic looking for something, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, look, oh, pictures. And I like, I have this old... I have a painting of Naki, um, and then I, like, picked that up, and there was sitting right underneath it. <laughs> It wasn't covering covered in dust because the picture <laughs> the on top picture was, of Naki was, was it was covered in dust. Yeah, nice. so it was a nice painting. I won another. That must have been the news championship on top. I think he did one of those. I, I have a picture. Yeah, the, like the that. Naki, that's like a frame picture. The Naki one. Something. The Naki one was um, Eric Hartley did a he off. I don't remember Eric. He was like an am player, mm-hmm. real chill, really really chill dude. I guess yeah, his, his I mom his mom painted hole six, which is a marine, which was the marina hole. She painted, oh, right. she painted that and uh, looked down over the basket, over the marina and everything. That was a nice watercolor. Nice. And I just put a bid in. It was a silent auction, put a bid in on it and won that. So that was kind of cool, you know what I mean? So, And all the money went to Naki, so it just made it even better. You know, At the time, that was when I was <laughs> – Put gas in the lawnmower for you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I ever got any of the money. I think, I, think you're, I think he told your dad to collect all the money from everything at the time, and he, your dad even said, like, what are you doing? Give me – I'm like – just take the fucking money. <laughs> like, if not, give it to the person that bid the second amount. You know what I mean? Like, this is just to help the course out, you know? So, but that was during that time, the the when I was doing a lot of the stuff over there, too. So, when I was relieving your old man. I miss Naki. Yeah, it's just, it's a shame, you know, to, to not have such a beautiful course. Just, you know. But you know what? Actually, you know, we could probably get, what, another hour of sunlight? Probably. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we can go get some golfing, right? Wrap this up, head over there. Yeah. All right, let's just do that. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's go play a quick round over at Naki without a basket. Some, some object golf? Yeah, over some there? object golf. I'm sure we'll hit some trees, we'll hit some rocks, and we'll just throw it to where we think the basket is. I'm sure it's dry. Yeah, it's dry enough. <laughs> as dry as it's going to be. So, all right. Well, uh, we're going to go do that. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Devin, for joining me. This was, a, this was a blast. You know, I haven't talked to you this much in a while. You know what I mean? It's, it's been tough with this COVID crap. I think yeah. most of our talking we do during our salutations when we shake each other's hands. Uh, yeah, it's like, usually, yeah. That's about With it. Usually. The initial greeting of a 10-minute conversation yeah. and handshake, and then... And then that's it. We're good for a month, usually. Yeah, so th- this this was a lot of catching up, so thank you very much for joining me over here. Thanks for Steve's having me, th- Thanks for having us, Steve. It was great. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Steve's telling us to get the hell out, so we're going to get out of here. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week.